Carlos. What's up there, buddy? I can hear you. And I can see you. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. So, it's me, Randy, chitty-chatting with old, uh, everyone's favorite big booty hoe, Carlos Jr. Jeez, don't forget the big wiener. Y'all already know what time it is. (laughs) I got that soft wiener energy. Isn't that what everyone's going after? (laughs) I mean, I guess. Oh, no, that's big dick energy, huh? That's the thing the kids are saying. Yeah, nowadays, big dick energy. That's what makes it cool. Well, when you get to be my age, Carlos. What, 30? (laughs) For for the listeners out there, Randy, I think he might be 45 years old, but I don't remember. That's how old uh, my buddy Jeremy is, but I'm actually 38 now, bro. Oh, that's not far that? off. Yeah. You're Pretty old. I'm 28. Dang. How crazy is that? Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if maybe I, I'm i a little too old to be talking about dicks all the time on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> but that's what makes us special, don't you think? I guess it's all right. I mean, I, I don't like to pretend that I'm, uh, I guess a real, a real adult. If that makes any sense, yeah, at all. Like I have real adult responsibilities and stuff, but I'm still like, look at this old guy over here, and he's probably <laughs> like younger than me or some shit. <laughs> Like, I see people, like, around my own age, and I'm just like, I'm not as old as that piece of shit, you know? <laughs> you know, I do the same thing with um, with athletes. I see these athletes that are, like, 21 years old, and they're, like, these beasts, and I'm like, damn, I'm 28. They're younger than me, and they can run me over. And do all sorts of stuff to me. But. Like it. They're like 10 years younger. Although I do want to say that. I'm turning 30. Soon. In two years. And I'm really scared. To turn 30. But. That's it. Oh. You should be scared. (laughs) Because I turned 30 once. And dude. Like, food doesn't taste the same anymore. <laughs> you start to stink. You have to floss, like, five times a day. Damn. Or you get that dad breath. I don't want the dad breath. No. <laughs> or the dad smell. Yeah, and you get super soft, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my hell, Randy. I feel like we have one real topic on this show, and it's not monsters. Well, monster dongs. <laughs> I was going to say they can be monsters. 
I really hope our listeners don't think we are just two vulgar ass pieces of shit. No, we're not vulgar ass. We're not that bad, honestly. <laughs> we talk about the real stuff that people want to think about. Yeah, on the day to day. I mean, when was the last time you woke up in the morning and you didn't think about monster dongs? Since starting this podcast, that's all I think about. (laughs) (laughs) Also, listeners, I do not have a drink with me, so I might not be as funny, but that's okay because you don't need alcohol to have a good time. Yeah, you'll be sharper. Yeah, that's exactly right. You'll be harder and sharper. <laughs> you go hard. <laughs> but yeah, um, I wanted to kind of recap on uh, last week's episode. Yeah. Because I was very unprepared in talking about a game that you and I will be playing soon what on game? a podcast. The Midnight Game. Do you remember talking about that? I do. Where you invite the Midnight Man into your house and you become his favorite tickle buddy. But that doesn't seem like a good idea for me, Randy. Why? Because I'm all alone here. Well. How about this? We do it. we, We summon this Midnight Dude, but he can chill at your place. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. I would be down for that. But apparently, like, in my research, because I actually researched it this time, it was a pagan ritual used as, like, a punishment Mm -hmm. for, like, people in their flock that, like, disobeyed the gods. And so they're like, oh, now you have to summon the Midnight Man, you piece of shit. (laughs) So... So they, uh, yeah, and it's actually, it's kind of scary. Is it? Yeah, like it's like a whole ritual. Like you need a candle, a lighter, or some matches, a piece of paper, a writing tool, like a pencil or a crayon for most of our listeners. I assume most of our listeners use crayons a lot. Um, <laughs> A pin, like a needle, and a wooden door that is closed, Uh and a bunch of salt. And apparently, before midnight, you got to do your, you got to get it going. You got to write your full name, first, middle, and last, on a piece of paper. Uh Then you have to prick your finger with the pin. And then get a drop of blood on that paper. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, you just let it soak in. Oh, because we like to soak it, bro. <laughs> then you turn off all the lights. Uh-huh. You place paper with your name and the blood on it. Uh-huh. Uh, it just says like in front of the door. Oh, little Maui's in the background. That's That's awesome, bro. He's staring right into my soul. For the <laughs> listeners, he on Zoom he put up a picture of his adorable pug, which I've always hated pugs. 
but this one, like, I've never seen, I've never seen a cuter pug. (laughs) I've never seen a puppy pug, though, honestly. I've only seen the old busted ones that you just want to take to the rescue. Sorry to distract you from your, what you were saying, Ren. Um, Murray will be a dance soon, so you'll be able to see some cute puppies. Oh, nice! Month or so, hopefully. But I mean, we hope so. Anyway, that's the goal. My widow Maui isn't so widow anymore. Oh, he's one of those monster dongs. He's walking <laughs> around. Apparently, he's walking around slinging it. As uh, I saw a, a guy uh, on Animal Planet, he was the his name was the Turtle Man. Okay, I don't know, but he used to say all the time, and this reminds me of Little Murray. Now, um, one time I heard him say "Love Action," then he's like, "Get you some." <laughs> I think I think that's what the Turtle Man was talking about. Shout out to the Turtle Man. Hopefully he's listening. You want to have nightmares? Look up the Turtle Man. You'll have some <laughs> nightmares, buddy. <laughs> so back to the midnight game. Uh-huh. You take, yeah, you take your your shit and you put it in front of the door. Then you light your candle, mm-hmm. and you put it on top of the paper. So I guess you wouldn't. Like, I was thinking maybe you put it on, like, tape it onto the door, but can't put your candle on your on your paper if it's uh, on the door. Right. So, yeah, put the – and this is where it gets crazy. You And this is where I would mess it up anyway, so, like, I don't <laughs> even know why I'm worried. Like, you can easily mess it up because you have to knock on the door 22 times. And the last knock has to be right at midnight. Oh, shit. So, so yeah, I don't have that kind of timing. (laughs) How's your timing, big boy? But, see, if we do the Zoom, right, my knock at midnight will then be 11 o'clock for you. So how also my isn't very great um, very good reflexes. So I feel like when you tell me, okay, midnight and I'm supposed to knock I'll miss it. So that nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm See, what we could do is you would just do it at midnight and I would just do it at 11 and we see which one really works. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound fair cuz it won't work for me. No, cuz uh like daylight saving time, one of oh, us is going to have to okay. Yeah. One of one of us is going to be on that real shit, you know what I'm saying? So so it so say it works for me, then what? Well, you 
so like after the after you hit that 20 second knock uh mm-hmm. um you open the door and then you blow out your candle and then you close the door and then you just relight your candle and apparently that invites the midnight man your new tickle buddy what the hell into your house he's like all right you want to play mofo shit like, come on carlos need a little new french tickler in your life so at that point i'm inviting him in Oh yeah, he's already there. He's so like, how, you, how how can I be like, hey, you know, it's time for you to go. It's getting kind of late, blah blah blah. See, that's the thing. You got to play the game till it's done, bro. Oh, shit. Midnight man ain't no two pump chump, bro. He's there. <laughs> he's there to play. <laughs> so you keep your candle and your salt and your matches, uh-huh. and you just have to keep moving throughout your house. Um. Yeah, don't stop moving till three thirty-three a.m. Yeah, like uh, apparently, if you uh, if the candle goes out, that's like a sign. Like, I guess there's multiple signs like that. The midnight man is close to you. Sudden, sudden drops in temperature. Soft little whispers in your ear. Shit. Um, the appearance of a, like a humanoid dark figure in your house. Or the candle will just go out. And if the candle goes out, you have 10 seconds to relight it. If you can't relight it in that 10 seconds, you surround yourself with salt. Uh, yeah, a circle of salt to keep him out. And then you uh-huh. just wait there. Yeah, you wait there until 3.33 a.m. And then he'll leave. And then he'll leave. What? Yeah. So. Yeah, apparently, like, if you can't do any of those things, like, some. I've seen, like, two different versions. Like, Mm -hmm. supposedly, if he catches you with your pants down. He'll show you your worst fear until 3.33 a.m. And then he'll leave. Or he'll just take out all your organs out of your body. (laughs) Now, is this confirmed? Like, this is a, a legitimate thing? I'm not sure, but I did see that they made a movie about it in 2013. Really? So, some say it's an old pagan ritual and some say it's just a creepypasta. Uh-huh. But I can see it I being think, pasta. Oh, for sure. For the listeners who don't know what a creepypasta is, it's just a made-up scary story, right? Is that yeah. uh-huh. accurate? Um, other rules are you're not allowed to turn on any lights. Can't use a flashlight. Don't go to sleep. Don't use a lighter instead of a candle. Jeez. I just saw a reflection in my in my peripheral. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I needed to cough. 
Um, when, don't use other people's blood. Sorry. When you, when you say you have to keep moving, just like walk around, you just got to keep walking. I mean, I assume most people would walk, but I'd be dancing or skipping because that's just more me. Can you leave your house? No, that's one of the rules, too. What? That's can't leave. Well, apparently some people think, like, these are the rules. You're the one who summoned the Midnight Man. If you're not going to play by his rules, he's going to get pissed, and he's going to take both of your nuts. <laughs> and to be clear, nowhere in my research... Did it say he would take your nuts? He said okay. it said unless he would take out. Unless that's one of your biggest fears. Yeah, then you'd still have one anyway. I mean, right? You can get by with one nut if he takes two of them. True. Murray does. He only has one nut. He only has one. Wow. Yeah, what a champion. <laughs> That doesn't sound like a very fun game. I think it sounds amazing. No. I don't I don't think it does. Now another question. Does this affect everybody in your home? Or is it just those who are playing the game? Yeah, I think oh, I would hope it was just the person playing the game. Right. I didn't see any specifying things but yeah i guess it does say, it did say you can play with multiple people but they have to do the exact same things with the blood and yeah so yeah i think you got to do all the prerequisites to uh get in the game i mean how hard is it really to just walk and not stop walking do something to try and get you to stop or is there anything that you know he'd be like uh, keep walking if you're gay right yeah if, if he's like keep walking if you're gay he whispers that to you then bro I mean what do I do uh I think like kind of a loophole well you could just be gay But maybe you could say no homo and just keep walking. Oh, yep, that's true. Just hit him with the no homo. I I have many gay friends. Just Shout out to all the gay friends. Yeah, only one that I can think of as my real friend. But... <laughs> But I am looking for more, so send us an email. You heard it here fo first, folks. Applications to be Randy's gay friend is open. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel like I have enough friends, though. I'm Do 38. You? I'm not really looking for more. Yeah. I, I just... I think I'm good. I got enough friends. Or at least you don't go out actively looking for more friends. Yeah, I certainly don't. 
I mean, you were kind of kind of a surprise. I kind a of feel surprise. like, yeah, I kind of feel like you're my buddy. Oh, that's why I, I asked you the first time, the first day I met you, I asked you what your favorite Nickelback song was. Oh, God. Nope. That was fun for me because you didn't know me <laughs> at all. And I just asked you and you're just like, I don't have one. That was when I knew, like, this is a guy I would be friends with. If I did have one, would that change everything? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have talked to you. Damn. Fuck Nickelback. Yep. Fuck him. Never heard a song in my life, I don't think. I I actually... There, there are songs that I thought were okay. But, like, I'm not a huge fan. Like, some of my other friends... You know who you are, the friends. I can think of one that's a Nickelback fan. One of my friends. Do I know them? I think you've heard us talk about them. His name's Josh. Shout out to Josh. He knows Shout who he is. Shout out to you, Josh. If he uh, ever listens to this, he'll know. He'll know what's up. <laughs> but no, they're not that bad or that good. I'm more of a mm, hip-hop kind of guy right now, so Nickelback just ain't my thing. Yeah. So what's what's some of the hip-hop stuff you're into right now? So, so let me break it down for you. Right now, I'm listening to some heavy throwbacks of my early youth days. So some old-school Kid Cudi. Or Pharrell, N.E.R.D., uh, some old Kanye West, uh, Pusha T. Uh, I think I think I've heard some Pharrell, and I liked it. Hell yeah, Pharrell's fucking cool. Yeah, shout out to Pharrell. Hopefully he's listening. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh my gosh, I would crap my pants if he was listening. And then maybe he can pay us. So I can quit my job and oh, do this full time. Yeah. But um, listeners and Randy, I want to talk about something very important to me. Mexico. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I I want to start out with a story. A little story time. Sorry, I for the listeners behind me. Yeah, the Midnight Man's actually in Carlos's apartment. No, I didn't do the game. Just gonna quickly make sure everything's cool. What do you walk out there and there's just some gross guy just like picking at his like meth scabs and winking at you? Consider me dead. But he's a little guy. Then I'll beat his ass. Um, no, okay. I'm getting the chills, Randy. I'm getting scared. Oh, well, 
for the listeners, I don't, I've never heard any of these stories. So I'm super excited to get scared with you. <laughs> I'm going to come to a more uh, well-lit area. My living room. Ugh. To where I know nothing can creep up behind me. So most of these are personal stories. Um, the names of the individuals will not be said, or I'll change the names if I need to. But can I choose their names? Yeah, of course okay. you can. So first story, um... Brian. That's a good first name. Is it a? So is it a guy? Yeah, it's a like guy. in the first story. Yeah. I want to go with Rodrigo. I love that name. Why'd you pick Rodrigo, Randy? Because I I have a, a few names that are kind of my go-tos when I, it comes to, to people. And like if there's a guy that I don't know his name, I'll call him Rodrigo. <laughs> and if there's a girl where I don't know her name, I will call her Mildred. Such random fucking names. <laughs> so Rodrigo, um, mid twenties, pretty athletic build. He was going to his grandfather's farm. Uh, now, uh, these are all in Mexico, by the way. Um, but he was going to his grandfather's farm, and keep in mind to get to his grandfather's farm, it's. Is a long road. There's no lights. There's no nothing, right? And it's late at night, and he's he gets sent there to just check on their cows because it's so rural out there that there isn't really much. Like most farmers have some sort of fencing going on or something to keep the cows in. Or, but um, Rodrigo's grandfather's property is just a bunch of like mountainside and, and it's just there really isn't much fencing there's cliffs and stuff but that's about it so rodrigo goes to check on these cows with the intention of spending the night with these cows just making keeping the animals safe making sure they're okay whatever and uh, he goes up to the farm on his horse and it's just him his horse some like sleeping bags and stuff and some flashlights And he gets to the farm and he hears the cows out in the distance. Um, So he goes out there and he he finds them. He's just with them. And all of a sudden he starts to hear like running. Almost as if the cows were running. But he, he counts all the cows and he has the right amount. Like there shouldn't be any running because he has them all where he can see them. And this is, it's like super dark. The, the light from the moon is, is illuminating enough to where he can see shadows and whatnot. And his, he's got his flashlights. Well, apparently two of his flashlights stopped working for some reason. And now he's only, he, he's left with one. And it's a small little like pen flashlight kind. And he's got this little pen flashlight. And he hears this running. And it almost sounds like running in circles around him. And some big thuds. 
And he's like, what the hell is that? So he has his pistol. And he's thinking maybe it's like some, just a big coyote or maybe another horse from, because where they're at, connecting farms. But they're quite a bit ways away. To be there from the farm is very unlikely. Um, so as Rodrigo's looking around, he can't really see nothing, but he gets to the edge of where his cows are and the running stops, the noises stop. And then he hears running behind him, like directly behind him. They started from behind him and just shot back. So he turns around to look at his flashlight or to shine his flashlight. There's nothing there. It's just the cows. And he's and Rodrigo's a pretty tough dude. He doesn't really get spooked very easily. So he just figures it's just some animal. They're obviously out in the middle of nowhere. There's going to be a-, a few hours pass and the cows just start. <coughs> the cows are just they're moving like crazy, like something is there. And he knows something's there that that wants to hurt the cows because of how the cows are reacting. He gets on his horse and he starts to kind of just walk around the area and he shines his little, keep in mind, he still has a little pen light, so it's not very bright, but he shines it in the direction of where some cows are trying to leave. They're like leaving the little group that they have. And there's this, describes almost like a really tall dog. And he thought, you know, there shouldn't be dogs out here. Um, so he's trying to like shoo the dog away there. He, he's going towards the animal. All of a sudden, disappears. Like, can't even see it. He hears running behind him. Turns around behind him. Shines his light. There's allegedly, at least from what I've been told, is a figure as tall as his horse is right behind him. Pitch black. Shines his light at the figure. Pitch black. The actual figure is still black. The light does nothing to illuminate the figure. And at this point, grabs his gun and starts shooting. Pen light stops working. Now he's in just total darkness. I mean, doesn't know what to do. He hears multiple, like, of whatever it is, he hears multiple running around him now. And now these cows are going crazy. His horse is going crazy. And he's trying to figure what is he supposed to do, what is he supposed to do. And so he just, he starts to run kind of in circles around the cows just so he can keep them there. At the same time, he's hearing other animals running around him, but he can't see anything. And um, at one point, everything is just dead silent. The cows are dead silent. Everything is dead silent all of a sudden. And all he sees are two red eyes in the distance looking at him. And it was quiet the rest of the night. Oh, my gosh. That is terrifying. He has no idea what happened. There aren't any footprints or marks on the ground. Um, Didn't sleep the rest of the night. He was just kind of keep an eye out. And he was freaked out. But he had no way of, like, proving that there was something there. But he swears there was something there that night, something big and something that was trying to cause harm to him. But, I mean, he was fine. None of the cows, there's no marks on the cows, nothing happened to the cows. But the weirdest thing he said is 
when you he shined the pen light, literally, it's like as if the light just wasn't even there. And when all of the noise just abruptly stopped, the cows just abruptly stopped, the running stopped, and then there were just like two red eyes, and then that was it. Oh, wow. I, I asked Rodrigo, uh, did he end up, like, did he continue going back up there? Because I'd be terrified. And he said, yeah. My father made him do it. But that was the only <laughs> was that specific night. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but his grandpa made him do it. I totally get yeah. that. His grandpa Because his grandpa was like, yeah, he's like, got fucking cows up there. <laughs> Eat shit, bud. <laughs> But for real, what really got me about that story was, uh, yeah, the fact the light wouldn't penetrate this freaking dark. It didn't. Yeah. This figure in black. Oh, my God. And I, I, the, I asked, is there any, was there a shape to it? Did it look like a human? Did it look like a specific animal? He said when he was right in front of it and shined the light, it was just black. He doesn't know how to describe it. Just black. Yeah, evil. Demon. Yeah. So, um, a super quick add-on to that story. Um, my dad would do the same thing. Go up into that that farm and take care of the animals when he was um, a young teenager. And my dad... He, he told me he never has experienced anything super crazy like that. But there was one time where he did hear running around. Um, but that was it. He just heard running around for a little while. Didn't ever see anything. The, the, the animals didn't respond to it. He just assumed it was like a, a, a dog or a coyote or something. But that was it. And when I asked him, that sounds terrifying. He said the same thing that he was forced to do it. It's not like he had a choice. But I've that's but that trail or that road that leads up to the farm, there's been a lot, a lot of really weird stuff that goes on there. A lot of weird stuff. And they say don't be out there after like nine or ten o'clock because it gets very, very scary, very terrifying. And I mean, there's no light, so obviously. So Super Rodrigo, creepy. RIP to him. Oh, he died? Nah, he's still alive. Oh, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> that would have made the story a little sad for me. Because I feel like I really shared something with Rodrigo throughout the telling of this story. <laughs> no, I'm being a jackass. Um, but yeah, like. I don't know if I'm going to tell it right now, but I actually had a missionary, a Mormon missionary, mm -hmm. to be in fact. He had like an exorcist type thing. And Shit. yeah, that was uh, one of the things that, because they eventually called for like backup. But that was one of the things, the because he was like a new missionary uh -huh. thrown into this fucking exorcist type thing. And, yeah, one of the elders 
elder uh, missionaries, he told him like when he ran into this apartment where this woman was possessed by the devil or demons. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he realized like even though the door was open, no light was getting into that apartment. Holy shit. So yeah. We'll tell that one another time when we do our <laughs> Mormon special. <laughs> oh god there are I won't say the town but there are I've heard a lot of pretty scary things in the town where my parents are from or where my family's from Um, but every time I go to Mexico I always get creeped out at night but first thing happens is I'll be I go to bed but every single night without hesitation I always wake up at 3 o'clock on the dot I don't wake up scared I don't wake up like oh my gosh is there something near me I just wake up and I'm fully awake and I'm just tired and I go back to sleep I wake up fully awake and I don't know if that, I don't know why that happens. I, I mean, it sometimes happens here um, where I'll just wake up and it's three o'clock in the morning. That, that night we recorded the SW podcast. Um, Skinwalkers. You said it on me. <laughs> I woke up at three o'clock in the morning right on the dot. And I, and I was, yeah, I was here. Yeah. My wife wasn't here yet. I don't think uh, I wake up and I clock and I, and I literally said, you gotta be fucking kidding me. It's three o'clock. <laughs> no fucking way. So I turned on the TV. I turned on my little lamp and <laughs> I ended up dozing back off to sleep. But, I thought this would fucking happen to me right now. Sorry, Carlos. Are you not uh, familiar, like, with the, I don't know, the correlation? I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but, oh, the significance of three o'clock in the morning? So I've, I've heard a few things about that. I've heard that that's like, the when when ghosts are more most active or something or that's the the witching hour yeah but what exactly does that mean i'm pretty sure it is referred to as the witching hour and that's when uh and i want to say it was made popular well probably not made popular but they used it in the movie the exorcism of Emily Rose, mm-hmm. which was based on a real woman yeah. who was uh, had many exorcisms because there were so many demons, and she eventually died. 
shit. And yeah, the priests and her parents, I believe, were like on trial, like for murder. Like, oh damn! Have you seen that movie? No, I I tend to not watch exorcism movies. Oh, it it is very, it is probably one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and the actress that uh, plays Emily Rose is just amazing. Yeah. She does a really good job. <clears throat> what I'm seeing here is in folklore, the witching hour or devil's hour hmm. is a time of night, typically between 3 and 4 a.m. And it's associated with supernatural events where witches, demons, and ghosts are thought to appear and be like at their most powerful. Yeah. So they're they're coming for you, Carlos. But it's 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 not like a, a new thing. It's happened to me for quite a while. Um, in Mexico, without a fail, every single night. Here and in my previous apartment, and when I lived with my parents, every once in a while it would happen. I knew when I would wake up. I kind of knew what what that meant, but. I also just, I don't know, I guess I got used to it. I don't ever hear or see anything. But this this recent time when it happened, uh, I did get freaked out just because it's, you know, we had just talked about skinwalkers. And I just thought, this is it. They're here. It's 3 a.m. I'm dead. But I'm glad you're not dead. Me too. I am very much live, everybody. Carlos is live. (laughs) He's got all sorts of blood inside him. Oh, yes, I do. I don't know why I phrased it like that. (laughs) Maybe because the beast of the week is none other than the chupacabra. Oh, I don't know why I said it like that. That's how you say it. Well, I kind of said it weird. <laughs> Chupacabra. That was a bit more weird. Yeah. I, I thought I'd double down on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know all about the double down. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Carlos, you've grown a mustache, bro. I know. Look. Dang. I'm you trying look, to grow it out. You look like you're balling out of control, bro. Ball so hard, I got ice in my veins. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I hear skinwalkers like that. They like icy, no, veiny people. No, they don't. That's not a thing. <laughs> uh, I just Googled. Chupacabra, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at an, an artist's rendition of the Chupacabra, and not gonna lie, no offense to Chupacabras, they look kind of weak, bro. They doesn't look that bad. Sorry, I had to burp, so I like. <laughs> um, 
but which version? Because there's like a cool version. To me, the cool version of the Chupacabra is the original Puerto Rico version that come out in 1995 or some shit. And it had like spikes and it was like reptilian and it was awesome. It could really suck the blood out of those goats or chickens or whatever the hell else it wanted to suck on. It suck them dry. Um, one thing I didn't know about this chupacabra is there have been sightings of it in the U.S., bro. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't know that shit. I thought it was just like a South American thing, Mexico thing. Oh, in Texas. Bullshit. Oh, and they're all over Texas, bro. Fucking hell. They're out there sucking on everything, bro. They're making they're making a lot of money on those corners. <laughs> the lot lizards. <laughs> it's funny because I worked at a truck stop once. And <laughs> this is awesome. Cause one of the managers well, I don't know if it was was her duty, but there were so many times where she would have to go out and chase the lot lizards away. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say what lot lizards are for those that don't know? Oh, lot lizards are... Uh, I would say most likely women. Yeah. That's fair. When you think of truckers, they're just big, Bad. nasty, nasty men. Yeah. Horny. Yeah. I can imagine being in a truck all day. Robust. <laughs> um, <laughs> super soft. Um, so they need to get hard. So lot lizards come onto the lots and they go from truck to truck. And they they help out America, like because they keep the truck drivers happy. They keep their well, I guess they drain their balls so they can drive to the next stop, and that's why <laughs> that's how we have fresh produce and stuff in our grocery stores. So really, we should be thanking La Lizards. Oh yeah, we shouldn't be chasing them away for all their hard work. Yeah. Extra hard. <laughs> On a side note, how much do you think lot lizards make per transaction? Like, how much for an HJ? It's got to be cheap, bro. It's got to be cheap. You think HJs are cheap? It's got to be. 20 bucks? 20 bucks? Yeah. That's, an, that's the most expensive AJ I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. 
20 <laughs> If you're the only lot lizard, you control the market. So, so you're like, hey, the only way this hand's <laughs> moving, it's going to be 20 biggins. <laughs> and truck drivers make decent money, I heard, so they're fine. Yeah. What about the other things? Like, how much do you think they charge for, like, other stuff? In increments of 20, I would say. So, like, 20, 40, 60? Yep. 80? What what do you think you get for 80 bucks? 80 bucks. You know, I think it's one of those... um, Like, the two-for-one special. Rather than than you spending eighty, they'll advertise spend a hundred and you get this and this. You'll get a handy and a rim job, if you know what I mean. Not on your diesel. Oh, excuse me, listeners. <laughs> this is like our after dark show. Oh my even God. though it's still light outside. But honestly, <laughs> I'm sorry, but truck drivers are gross. They're sweaty. They're sitting on their buttholes all day. You, I doubt they shave their butthole. So they just have <laughs> hair. Every time they take a crap, it's like, Wiping peanut butter out of a shag carpet. Oh my god! <laughs> so, <laughs> so to go back there for say like a rusty trombone. <laughs> what do you think they're paying? <laughs> I don't know that one. I can't answer that one. <laughs> If it's anything short of a million, no deal. <laughs> shout out to Lot Lizards. Yeah, shout out to Lot Lizards. They're keeping wow. America running. I like how we just like consistently get worse. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point of this podcast. We're having some fun, talking about some scary shit and having some fun. I I love the spontaneity of it because I definitely did not talk, think about talking about lot lizards. Well, I don't think about lot lizards like ever. Me neither. I yeah. can't even remember how we got on the subject. We were talking about the chupacabra and how he looks like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the Chupacabra would be the worst lot lizard, for sure. Well, he will suck you dry, which I've heard many people request <laughs> from other people. So maybe he's the best, he'd be the best lot lizard. Well, maybe. I don't know. I think he'd need your blood, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the original Chupacabra, because the one that I was telling you... Because they really do see them in Texas. Uh-huh. Um, the one in Texas is more of like a dog type creature. Oh, wasn't there a video? Oh, yeah. There's right numerous videos. Like oh, I even watched. 
I even watched a video of a lady who caught one and they have it on camera and she's like, oh, it's a baby. It's a baby chupacabra. And it was, it just looked like this really sad dog. Like physically, it didn't really look like a dog. Its face kind of looked like a dog, but like its body was not, well, it was dog-like, but yeah, there's something going on there. So, like, and it was black, mangy. Am, am I missing something here? Are chupacabras just not, they're just a thing now? They're not a yeah, scary, think, unknown beast? Um, That's the newer version. They oh, think the, that's the newer one. Okay. Yeah, the old version, which in a lot of my research, it kept saying they think what um, influenced the first person to see one was uh, a movie called Species. Have you ever uh, seen that movie? That was kind of like my awakening movie because I was like a teenager at that point and it shows boobies in that movie. And oh, me yeah. as a teenager, I was like, look at these boobies. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, they were top notch. They were some good old hangers. Um, Natasha, I still remember the lady's name, Natasha Henstridge. She, it was her boobies that I saw. <laughs> so Google that, listeners. <laughs> but she was also an alien in the movie. Oh, what? And she was trying to get some babies in her. So she would just like seduce men, show them her boobies, and collect their mm-hmm. eggs out of their wieners. And that's this is a weird movie. What the <laughs> hell? She wasn't collecting eggs. Guys don't have eggs, Carlos, you freaking idiot. But they have sperm. Yeah. They do have that. That's what I think she was collecting. And she was making, trying to make babies. But they think, because there's certain points in the movie where she does turn into like a creature. I kind of remember like a reptilian alien creature with like maybe dreadlocks or some shit. (laughs) But yeah, totally hot. And I'm pretty sure it shows, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it even shows her boobies while she's an alien. So bonus boobies. Hell yeah. Isn't that what you think about when you look up at the stars? Alien tits? When I look up at the stars, I can't help but think of how small I really am. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I like to do, Carlos? I like to make wishes on some of those stars. Aww. What do you wish for, Randy Bobandy? Well, one of the things I wish of was when we first started working together, I was like, I hope Carlos is my friend. And it came true, <laughs> Randall. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't really do that. That's freaking weird. Nah, you did. You just don't want to say <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> Well, I've already talked about 
rusty trombones with lot lizards. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I'm gonna have to grab my inhaler soon if I keep it up I forget I make you laugh so much that you get asthma I know it's been a while <laughs> but yeah the Chupacabra in 1995 that's when they were invented has, by the has government it, has, whoa Really, or are you just saying that? Oh, I'm I'm just speculating. Oh, I think they put them out there just to freak out Puerto Rico. Is that where it originated? Puerto yeah, Puerto Rico. Rico. Oh yeah, 1995. Yep, I'm seeing that right now. Oh hell yeah! Eight sheep were discovered dead, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area, and drained of blood. So this thing was like going around sucking the blood out of all these tits. But why? Why though? Why not eat them? Um. Or did they? Did the chupacabra eat meat and then just he got parched and decided to drink the blood? No, I think that that was the whole thing. Is they just found oh. these puncture wounds, and they were without <laughs> blood. Took all their blood. Mm. But yeah. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't eat that animal if a chupacabra got on it. Would you? Hell no. <clears throat> and did you know a Puerto Rican comedian is the one who gave the name chupacabra or the term chupacabra to the chupacabra? I think I did read something about that. That's interesting. That's something I had no idea about. Do you happen to have a name there? Of the person? Yeah. Yeah, it's Puerto Rican comedian and entrepreneur Silverio Perez. Oh, shout out to Silverio. Shout out out to Silverio. It's kind of a weird name, Silverio. Yeah. But he coined the term Chupacabra after the first incidents were reported. That's crazy. But yeah, I I kind of find it boring when like the American version, because I guess you could say that was the Puerto Rican version is the cool version. Yeah, that's and the, the cool one. The American version is just like, oh, it's some dog without fur and it's got it's like a kangaroo and it's doesn't have a penis. <laughs> no, I I do think I actually read something about the chupacabra that it didn't have any genitals. Really? So it could have been an alien. Yeah, it says here that the it's now more um, described as a strange breed of wild dog. Yeah, and that's the stupid version. I hate it. Yeah, that's freaking lame. Get out of here. I grew up fearing the chupacabra. You thought it was going to come suck on you? <laughs> <laughs> and take your blood? I guess that is scary. I mean... Yeah, but I don't think it attacks humans. It just gets animals. 
See, I like to think about, I like to think that we live in a world where a chupacabra decides what kind of blood it likes and maybe humans just doesn't taste good. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. Human blood is pretty nasty. So mm-hmm. how how many other bloods have you drank to know that humans the nastiest blood? I know I've had I've had pig blood. Um and that's it, I think. Just pig blood. Was Isn't it good? there blood pudding? Is blood pudding a thing? Yeah. How Is many blood? blood? I think so. <laughs> oh yeah, Jiffy makes something black pudding. Jiffy? Like the peanut butter people? <laughs> They're just like, oh look, you know it'll make peanut butter better? Put a little blood in it. <laughs> what kind of blood do they use? Pork blood. Oh nice. Did you know black pudding is illegal in America? I did not know that. Well, not. I swear I've had it. Mm, like a blood sausage? I swear. No, that's cow brains. Never mind. Yeah, in the South, they make that blood sausage like called boudin or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that right here. Shit. So is the, is learned- the chupacabra just not as cool now? Oh, this is by far the most uh, lame beast of the week we've had. Dude. I mean, the original version, the original version I dug, but this whole dog bullshit, (laughs) shove it up your butt, you know? It's just not even worth to talk about him no more then, because... Yeah, this is the dog now. That's the fucking dog. Well, they were saying, oh, it's a coyote with mange or some shit. Or it's a fox with mange. <laughs> I've had mange many times, and it never turns me into chupacabra. So. What's mange? I don't know. You want me to look up mange now? I think it's, uh, they get like fleas or some shit, and then they lose like, all their hair. Similar to rabies? Or scabies? What are scabies? Let's talk diseases. All right, we're transitioning to diseases. <clears throat> scabies is a con- contagious skin infection. Uh, the most common symptoms are severe itchiness and pimple-like rash. See, yeah, I mean, mange is... Uh... Caused by parasitic mites. Um, yeah, it can affect plants, birds, reptiles, and apparently coyotes, turning them into chupacabras. Shit. So really, a chupacabra is just a damn coyote? That's lame. That's what Texas is saying. And Texas does things a little differently, apparently. Yeah, it, everything's different here in Texas. Not only is everything bigger, but it's a lot more annoying. How so? Let me paint a picture for you, Randy. In Texas, everyone's a racist. And people are mean. 
there is no such thing as Southern hospitality. That's a lie. At, at least it's not here in Texas. Everyone drives like fucking shit. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got to say about it. They can't be worse drivers than Utah. One million percent worse drivers than Utah. You know what gets I, me about Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've driven in on Utah roads for 11 years. And by far, the worst drivers I've ever, ever encountered is here in Texas. Now, I'm not going to put all the fault on the drivers here. Because some of these highway entrances, you literally have no time to merge. That it just causes backflows and wrecks all the time. Um, I live right... My apartment complex is, is close to a highway. And you hear ambulance all the time. There's always traffic there all the time. Oh, it sucks. It is bad. That's crazy. Why is everyone moving to Texas? Then I like... don't know. Property tax is pretty high here, too. So there's not much of a point to move to Texas. Yeah, and yeah. Well, I, I, I don't want to shit on Texas. I mean, Maybe there's got to be there's got to be some good stuff, like because everyone talks so highly of it. There's good food. I'll say that good food. Um, the fishing's pretty good here. I've never seen any chupacabras though. That's a good thing. They'll suck it out of you. I did see a um shoot, what do they call it? It's a very poisonous snake while I was out fishing. I think they call it a cotton mouth or something like that. Oh, so is um uh, is that a rattlesnake? Or is that the one that just swims in the water and will kill you? It'll swim in the water and kill you. I think it's a cotton mouth. Yeah, it's the world's only semi-aquatic viper. Damn. Yeah, bro. We went out fishing. That motherfucker was right there looking for fish. (laughs) And he tried to bite your little worm? (laughs) (laughs) Were you using worms? Yeah, we had some worms to try and catch some catfish. Oh, nice! You got, you have the blue catfish down there, huh? Yeah, I hear they taste mighty fine, as they say down there. That's what I hear all the time. I haven't tried it though. Y'all come back now. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an accent down there? Is there an accent? Yeah, a lot of people here they have a very um, southern accent. Um. One of my uh, co-workers has a very thick southern accent. Um, and everybody says, howdy. They say, y'all. Um, they'll, I occasionally have like super country Texas uh, farmers come through and they'll like tip their hat. They'll like, sir, That's- madam. 
That's so badass. Is it badass? I I think that is amazing. Oh. Like I curtsy at people sometimes, but I get weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had a hat to tip, people would think I have that big dick. <laughs> the big dick energy. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, um so the fishing out there, you it does have good fishing. Oh yeah. The fishing out here is is great. There are so many pockets of water um everywhere around here. Uh listeners, I live in the Dallas Fort Worth area and there is a ton of fishing. Now, if you want to talk about something scary, um, I've been told there's a river here called the Trinity River, and it is the most scariest place to fish because the water is full of disease and bacteria. Um, and I've heard a ton of stories of people that will go out there and fish for catfish and then just get like insanely sick from eating them. And apparently the Trinity river, there's a lot of sewage that gets spilled into the Trinity river. And there was like a, um, a meat, like a, a butcher shop or something. And they would just toss all of their blood and, and, and all their waste in the Trinity river. And so I guess I've been told if if you want to go and just have fun catching and releasing fish, go to Trinity River because you'll catch some monster ass catfish, but just don't eat them because you will get super sick if you eat them. And there's been multiple dead bodies on Trinity River. So that's cool. Shout out to those. Just kidding. I'm not going to shout out to. Dead bodies, that's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> but this has been a fun one. Do you have any more uh, Mexico stories? Do you want to? Yeah, I, I can. Uh... Or do you want to do like Mexico part two next week? Oof. We got to do a part two because I have some pretty good ones still. Oh, hell yeah. I want to keep them listeners on their toes. I think that was the best part of the show was that story. Because all the rest was lot lizards and rusty trombones. <laughs> you want to, before we go, do you want to explain what a rusty trombone is or is that too inappropriate? Well, I did say that, like, because you can. You can kind of like mark like what type of podcast you're making. And I did mark it as explicit in case Uh stuff like this happened because I cannot have a conversation without talking about rusty trombones anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) do you care to do the honors of explaining what a rusty trombone is for those who don't know? (laughs) 
actually Googling it. <laughs> oh, you're going to Google? You do. Because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> oh, shit. I shouldn't have Googled it. <laughs> Don't don't push the images button. <laughs> just kidding. Totally push the images button. So I'll just give you the um the proper definition. <laughs> this is a great way to end our podcast, by the way. <laughs> a rusty trombone is the act of simultaneously performing analingus and masturbating the penis. <laughs> now I'm going to Google analingus because I don't know what that is. <clears throat> analingus is a form of oral sex in which the tongue and lips are used for stimulation of sexual partner's anus. What? and just so we're all clear the plural of a rusty trombone are are rusty trombones how do you how do you get two of them going Oh, I shit. I do have a question though. Okay, um, what's what's the question? Because anyone who's bl- played like a horn instrument before, <laughs> do you think that? Because I imagine the woman behind, and she's yeah stroking it like a trombone, like the how it goes back and forth. <laughs> Does she make the sounds like that? <laughs> Because I don't think I could enjoy it if they weren't doing that. <laughs> I mean, she's not that back there going. Oh my God. And it's got to like match up. The rhythm's got to be right. There's a raw. Um, there's an urban dictionary sentence so that in case people are still not able to know what a rusty trombone is. It goes, Carol introduced Bob to the rusty trombone when she stuck her tongue in his ass and tugged on his cock. (laughs) I don't know how more clear we can be about what that is. You know what I like to think of? (laughs) Like, because... I'm a very musical person. Right. Oh, yeah. You do play a lot of instruments, Randy. Hmm. So I like to think that anyone who gives a rusty trombone is playing it to the tune of this is the rhythm of the night. Oh my god, and, Randy. And then at a certain point, the guy says, all night. And then she takes her lips off for a brief moment and says, oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And we just lost all of our listeners. 
<laughs> if you're still listening, thanks for listening, I guess. All right. And we probably won't see a lot of you next time. But it was a great run. So suck it, all you people who don't listen. Seriously. All the people still listening, you're cool. Shout out and to you. And you, you probably got big dicks. Ah, oh, peace.